Konnichiwa! Welcome to In Our Community Podcast Season 2, where we talk about life, fitness, youth training, nutrition, and more. Recorded at Resurrection Movement Studio in Danville, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Coach Hitty, and sitting across from me is our lovely co-host, one and only, Coach Michelle. Change. When you hear the word change, what feelings come up to the surface? Do you get anxious and nervous? Or do you get excited to tackle the challenges that may be ahead? One thing is for sure, that we all process change differently. Coach Michelle and I sat down this week to discuss how we individually process change and what are some things we've observed about ourselves when going through the changes that the life sometimes brings us. Thank you for listening as always. Let's get this started. I am not ready today. I have no clue what we're talking about. Yeah. So I wanted to throw this surprise one to you because <laughs> I wanted to get your immediate reaction when you hear it. Okay. Oh, geez. All right. So I'm going to say a word and I want you to tell me what pops into your head oh. when you hear this word. Oh, man. Okay. Ready? Okay. The, the word is change. Hmm. Uh, okay. So the first thing that's popping into my head is is transformation. I know that's really kind of the same word, but mm-hmm. yeah, transformation. But how do you feel about change? How do I feel about change? Okay. So if you change my plans, I go a little bit nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Not you, Hitty, like yeah. anybody in the world. Like if I, I'm a planner. So I guess, okay, so I'm just going to say this. Change is difficult for me. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I kind of expected that answer because I know <laughs> Yes. Um, but so I am coming from an angle of I just watched the presentation on change psychology. Okay. And it was quite interesting. I've always thought of change as like a muscle or um, like strength training. Okay. So the more you train the change, how do you adapt to the change? The the better you get at it, mm-hmm. or the quicker you adapt. And I honestly, you know, I think we saw in this past year who was used to change and who wasn't used to change. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Yes. I didn't. And do, I didn't do well with it. No. And, and it's <laughs> not like it's not like you did great or you did bad. It's mm-hmm. it's a matter of how quickly were you able to adjust. Right. And how well were you prepared for a quick fibbit because you had to and you've gone through kind of similar things to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about change and okay. just kind of take a deep dive in. I feel like this might be a little bit of like back and forth and a little bit of counseling session. Yeah, I feel I- a counseling session coming on. I can feel it in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me all the feelings that comes to your mind when you think of change. I, I feel stressed just talking about it right now. Like I can feel it in my chest. How come? Um, and especially you bringing up like in the last year. So, which I've talked about this so many times. When we first switched to virtual, I was like, no, 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 no. I'm a thinker. I like to think. I like to plan things out. And you're like, okay, so Monday morning, we're going. And I was like, gasp. Monday morning was fine. Or, you know, whatever day it was, I'm just saying, you know. So it was fine. So I think over the year, then I I learned. I can change. I'm not resistant to change. But, man, it's it's just causing me a little bit of stress in my chest right now just talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. Very interesting. You change well and you come up with a plan, you do it quickly, and then you're ready to implement it. Yeah, I think that's just so it's for me, it's I've had to go through so many unexpected changes mm-hmm. in my life that that this is why I think it's like a muscle. It's like more you use it, 
the better you uh, become on just kind of like dealing with that kind of situation. I don't think anybody really is like, yeah, I love change. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Like right. nobody is like, yeah, change everything. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, let's stop the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like how quickly can you maneuver through it is I think, you know, that depends on your experience. Mm-hmm. And and it's okay. Like, you know, if you're not good at it, then at least you know that and it's not nothing against you. Right. Um, and you're right. You know, like I, I, I think that once you see that, like, okay, so a quick change sometimes is okay, and mm-hmm. you learn from it, and the next time, then you are more prepared. Mm-hmm. So we're two completely opposite end of the spectrum. So yeah. maybe some <laughs> of the listeners are like you in a sense that, like, the word change itself gives them anxiety and mm-hmm. just kind of makes them frightened out. Whereas to me, change is like, all right, like what, what do we need to do? Right now, I do have to add, even though my immediate reaction might be like, okay, let's come up with these game plans, I do end up kind of thinking through the process of how we changed um, later down the road. Mm-hmm. So uh, my usual like anxiety and like um, down moments, I guess I should say, comes later on after I make the change. Okay. Because then I start to question, did I really do the right thing? Is this what was best? Was this the best solution? Because I had to change so quickly. And although I may have put a lot of time and effort into coming up with that changed plan, I start to question all of that. Right. Because especially if the change that I made is not going as well as it I anticipated, that's when I start to question. I think that's a healthier way, though, because I, I, I believe I do all of the anticipating beforehand to the point where sometimes it uh, it handicaps me and I can't make a decision because mm-hmm. I go through all of that processing first. So mm-hmm. then it might never happen where you're like, okay, we got to do this. Let's do it. And then later when you're, when you're looking through it, then you can say, okay, so here's what we could have done better. Here's what we did great. Where I think for me, it just disables me sometimes where I'm like, I don't know which one to choose. Yeah. What? So in the process of like accepting or adapting to change, what are some thoughts that goes through your head? that makes you anxious and that makes you feel like, I don't want to go through this. You're comfortable where you're at, or you have worked out a plan where, where things are. Um, I'm not a super structured person, but I do like structure. So change feels like it's going to change that. So I'm a micromanager, you know, with family and, and work. And like, I, I take on a lot of tasks and I have them all lined up. And that's another thing with change too, is once something does have a big change, you forget a lot of that process. So you might miss things. Mm. So when you look at the overall picture, right? So there's where you are mm-hmm. and there's where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you need to go through all these steps to get here? Whereas like the way I look at it is where I am and where we end up. I don't care how we get there. If we get there, that's a success. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm more of the, okay. And I have to go through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight to get to eight. Yeah. And I have to go through, you know, one through a thousand in my mind to even figure out what the eight are. So that's where I'm saying like, sometimes it disables me where I can't make those changes. Because gotcha. there's too many thoughts in my head where I, if I, I would just start making the change, then mm-hmm. things start to fall into place. Right. So uh, the, the two things that's always consistent in my head is like where we are and then where we need to go. So like step one and the end step. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes even like in, in a change wise, like 
the end step needs to change as well, right? Uh, but no matter how, I'll, all I care about is getting from where we are to where we want to be. And, and then even if that goal moves or where we want to be shifts, mm-hmm. I still want to get there. So whatever it takes to do, I'm willing to do and I can quickly change and adapt to make sure that happens, which happens a lot at like recital time. Yes. Because we have to constantly make small adjustments mm-hmm. and we just have to make things happen. Not to say that I don't get stressed in certain situations, but I'm always constantly thinking in terms of like, okay, how can I solve this issue? Mm-hmm. How can I as quickly and and as efficiently solve this issue so we can move on and kind of take care of the next step? Um, I don't know. I think I've just kind of trained myself to think that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of business owners probably have to, uh, especially now with the rising cost of everything. You have to be kind of creative with how you run business and the old model of how you used to think to do things may not fit with what's going on in the current world. And so it's just really interesting because we never really think in terms of like, why do I resist change or why am I so quick to be able to make changes but we also recognize like there are people all around the spectrum of like don't like to change to don't mind change right. right you know um so yeah how do what 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 does this make you feel like i know that you're like can you, you can probably yeah i can yeah, kind of tell <laughs> that you're a little tense today yeah uh so as i'm listening to you i think that personally the changes that affect me personally are are the most challenging because as you're talking, I feel like in a situation where I need to problem solve, whether it's at work or at home or if something so if something big and sudden happens, like something happens to one of your kids, I can react and I can respond and I can, you know, do what I need to do in that moment. So I think I'm a good problem solver in that type of situation. It's any time that my my I have to I have time to th- think about change that it, it causes me hmm. problems you know if something would happen right now in this room I could react and respond and like you said you know then go back later and and review it in my mind but if we're talking about I don't know some big change I, I can't even think of, of an example that I have time to process I'll probably talk myself out of it hmm. because I think too much so yeah don't make the change stay where you know what's comfortable right it's um it's always a tough balance right like Mm i um when i teach the dance classes i try to tell the dancers i'm like look if you guys are uncomfortable in class that's where i want you to be Mm -hmm. because where you're uncomfortable is where you grow um and same thing with change is sometimes change makes you feel uncomfortable right but it might be because it's making you kind of grow in the way you think and it might be that um, opportunity for you to learn how to adjust to that change that's upcoming and, and really learn and lean into like, I'm and looking back on my life. And I think about this a lot is I am so glad of my previous steps that has happened in my life, because if it wasn't for all those life experiences, I wouldn't be able to, um, to react or respond to certain situations mm-hmm. the way that I can now. Right. Um, a lot of times that I, uh, you know, when when we have staff meetings and I'm informing the staff of certain things that had happened or like I'm telling my wife about, you know, like some of the emails that I received and how I handle the situation. They're oh, they're usually like, wow, like you have a, a, a crazy amount of patience. I'm like, 
Well, it's just like when you receive receive these things, you can't take it personally. Mm-hmm. And I learned that like it's it's not directed to you personally. They're just frustrated. They're coming from a different place. So if you're able to take that, and then you also look at the uh, at the the issue from like okay, like you know, I can see where they're coming from. I can understand it. So how do I best? How can I best respond to damage control and make sure that they feel heard and taken care of? Right. So I can kind of remove myself out of the equation and look at the best interest of the best interest of the program and the best interest of the uh, customer to make the best judgment in regards to how I respond. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's years of experience. Right. You know what I mean? Like that comes from just learning how to work with people and just kind of going through these things. You know, talking about change in year 2015, the year that I opened my business. You know. We got married. We mm-hmm. bought a house. We opened the business. Like three gigantic, and then also on, you know, that was the year Noah was conceived. So mm-hmm. it's like, ooh, within a year, right? All that happened, major life changes that most people would probably take five, ten years to do, right? Um, and then, you know, I'm not gonna say it was an easy ride, right? But you know. When you go through steps like that, or even like some situations that I've gone through that was out of control for me, like the visa situation and the immigration status, and you know, Noah being in the NICU, like mm-hmm. all those adds up to kind of makes you appreciate what you have, and also just to trust that there's a higher power who is in control, and relying on resources that can help you kind of keep you sane in those situations and learn how to. Cope with difficult changes. Right, I think um, one of the things that I value in you too. I'm a people pleaser, which can be detrimental. And that's not to say that you don't want people to be happy, but you have a very clear vision of your goals and your your mission. Uh, so and and you're always heading in that direction. Where my mind goes off in like 50 different tangents, where I'm trying to. You can't always make everybody happy. I guess is what I'm saying. And sometimes I feel like my goal is to make everybody happy, and you can't achieve that. So where you are really really good at saying nope, this is where we're going. So you know maybe it won't make everybody happy along the way, but this is our end goal, and that's like you said before. This is the direction that we're heading. And that's a really good way to manage things. And that's something that I really respect in you. So I'm going to try to explain this. Like it's, and, and it makes sense in my head, but I don't know if I can put it in words. What I've learned is that in society, a lot of times what we focus on, it, we just, we're focusing on the wrong thing. So like, mm-hmm. you know, like when you take a picture, right? You can focus and zoom in on the, the object that's closest to you mm-hmm. or zoom in on the object that's the furthest to you. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then one becomes blurry and one becomes sharp, right? Right. Am I photography knowledge, right? Yeah, I'm right Us- there with you. Yeah. <laughs> Usually um, what happens is we tend to get so focused on the closest object mm-hmm. and just like you know i want to make everybody happy right we end up forgetting about the rest right but in reality a lot of times if we focus on the furthest object the closest object also becomes end up being happy Mm -hmm. it takes time to figure out what those two objects are and i'm trying to simplify as much as i can so i don't know if this is making any sense but just figuring out where everything is placed and then focusing on okay this is the grand picture Mm -hmm. most of the times if you do that 
then you end up making everybody pretty happy. Right. And I think that's what has happened here in the dance program. Right. And I think that's exactly what I was going to say. In something like this, and in a business like this, um, <clears throat> if there is an, if there are people who don't necessarily see things the same way that is our philosophy, which I, I can't really even think of any times that that has happened. But if there is that, you know, then they can choose to go somewhere else. But this is, it's very concrete, our mission here and, you know, to serve the community and, and to have, you know, a, a, a place for, for kids to dance and, and a, a fitness program with a well-directed program. So, yeah, so it makes everything very, very clear. And then all of the people who are involved in it know that also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, I don't, I should probably write these things down, but it's all, it's, uh, these are the things that I think about a lot. You know, like I, I'm kind of the, one of the greatest thing about being exposed to like kind of all range of things in regards to dance world and the fitness world of like what it's like to be in the professional setting, mm -hmm. what it's like to be a, like what it's like to be a working dancer. Same thing with the fitness world of talking to like, the, the the athletes who made it mm -hmm. and it is it, the fact that like grass is not always greener on the other side mm -hmm. but the the people that i find happiest are not the richest people or the most successful people but rather people who are living to their calling yes who they feel like they're serving the purpose that was given to them mm -hmm. people who you know who are the happiest are not the people who have the most money no either and so i just kind of listening to their stories and figuring out like where they're coming from and narrowing down like what is the common ground here has really given me the insight on like okay like this is what we need to focus on because i'd rather target 90 percent of the people that i work with than the 10 percent that mm -hmm. we get to work with right you know what i mean um that's the reality of the situation it's not that's what I've set on. And I think that's what separates us from the rest in terms of like what makes us different, not better, but just different mm -hmm. is that approach of like, you know, if you make it to a pro, pro sports, wonderful one in a million, right? Right. right. If you become a, a Broadway dancer, fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, but that's, I'm not going to try to get every single kid that comes through the door to get there because I'll end up turning away so many more people right. than actually be able to help. Mm -hmm. So how can we help 90% of the people that we serve in this setting? Um, what do we need to focus on to serve the 90% of the people and for them to feel like they learned something with the time that they spend here? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> Well, I think I'm not ready for any big change today. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Like, how about like you going all redhead or something like that? Go dye your hair red. Oh, I do actually have to color my hair. You think? Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Should I go red? Purple? Not definitely not purple. Can you imagine Mel coming home and you seeing you you have purple hair? <laughs> she will be like, "What is wrong with you, man?" I know. Well, she already is like that anyway, but <laughs> it would just be worse. I Gabe might it. be like, "Good job, mom." <laughs> Mm, I don't know about that either. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you do that? I could hear that. Why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah. 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 I'll stay pretty static today, I think. You think so? No yeah. change at all? No. Well, maybe a little, but who knows? 
right. <laughs> well, that was a pretty it's short episode, but I think we covered a lot of grounds in this episode. So well, yeah. thank you for listening as always. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye everyone. Bye.